2: It's that time of the week. It's time to look at all the planks and the number of people uh, that have done something stupid. I think this could be an all-time great uh, story because it is, in fact, time for COP26. Everybody's gone to Glasgow, everyone in the world. Well, almost everyone in the world. uh, But we haven't gone. We're still here in London at the World Headquarters of Common Sense because it's time now for Plank of the Week. And I'm delighted to say my two guests are... uh, Frequent frequenters, you might say, of this particular program. But for the first time in the big studio, Emily Carver, a political commentator, Kevin O'Sullivan, talk radio's very own seven till ten presenter in the evening. Welcome to both of you. Thank you I welcome. take it Thank both you both decided not to go to Glasgow for. I was COP going 26. to, but I couldn't get
1: the train. It was broken down. Well, there may be some it mention of that. On there the track. may be some mention of that.
2: You know, <laughs> funny that a tree could actually end the possibility of anybody going anywhere uh, when, I they're didn't to, to when they're trying to when they're trying to save
1: the forests and everything. And then everyone had to get onto airplanes,
2: jet planes to get And Cars. <laughs> 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 unbelievable.
3: I've seen it. I yeah. mean,
2: we do have to be careful that we don't just turn this into a complete COP26 plank of the week special. But there will be a lot of mentions of it, won't <laughs> there? It kind of does. <laughs> it kind of does. But also, there are other things that we need to bring into it as well. So, Emily, why don't you kick us off there are, with so your it's, first plank of the week?
3: So, this one does have something to do with COP26. Okay. But it's someone who comes up time and time again as a bit of a plank. It's the Archbishop of Canterbury, Mr. Justin Welby. Yes. Who is was known by most as being pretty woke.
2: Yes. Um, he didn't just... he used to work for an oil company? Well, yeah. yes, which has come yeah. out this week, but yeah. it's made
3: headlines this week because yeah. of his comments on uh, COP26. And what has he said? He's likened, well, in a BBC uh, interview with our national broadcaster, he's likened those leaders who don't act in the face of this climate emergency to those who didn't listen to warnings over Nazis.
2: Yeah, because so... it's very easy to compare those <laughs> two things, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
2: You know, the Nazis had concentration camps, wiped out six million Jewish people uh, and uh, pretty much were disgustingly cruel and awful, killing thousands of people everywhere they went.
1: I I I thought what was funny about this was that Justin uh, in a moment a rare moment of self-awareness he didn't wait for the outcry that greeted his <laughs> outrageous so he left it about 3 seconds and immediately yeah. put out this unequivocal <laughs> apology maybe this before could be anyone known, known, knew, maybe, maybe, this, maybe this
2: could be the new way forward for yeah. public speaking you know make a speech and then just immediately issue an apology you, you put the apology in just, the speech yeah, yeah, quite point. at the end yeah i'm sorry about this
1: speech <laughs> i
3: mean but he also said that those leaders who don't act now will be
1: Cursed. Cursed? He said Rimey. they'd be cursed. What That's a bit he, it's like a voodoo Archbishop. <laughs> it's got it's got throwing, zombie zombie dolls. throwing holy water at <laughs> <and> people.
3: <laughs> and he also Wrong religion, Justin. He also equated in action with genocide. So it wasn't just the Nazi comments, you know, it was it was tough it was wasn't just the Nazi comparison. It was also, again, he said genocide, and again he said that leaders would be cursed. So He's gone a bit mad, I think. And, of course, we know him from his many interjections over Black Lives Matter. He said that white members of his congregation need to repent their sins and so on, repent their privileges... And he also said that there needed to be a review of statues. That's right, yeah. He also said, what else has he said? He's always banging on about climate change as well. And I, you know, meanwhile, his congregations are diminishing. I'll tell you rapidly. what, I, no, I've so, got some
1: time for him on this one. I think it's about time that uh, teams of builders went into Canterbury Cathedral and started ripping it to pieces, yeah. vandalising, pulling there, out statues. Good is, for justice. Isn't there an, an issue plan? as well
2: about some of the uh, investments that the Church of England has? Oh, areas, yeah, yeah. You know, funds, which may or may not involve homes dealings? <laughs> Do and, (laughs) And they were
1: huge investors in Wonga,
2: the payday loan
0: people.
1: (laughs) 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 But this is it. I mean, they don't
2: understand seemingly the meaning of the word hypocrite, these people, do they? Because, I mean, that's been the kind of word of the week, isn't it? But this is the problem. Well, that's that's what
1: Copfest 26 is, a festival of ocean-going hypocrisy.
0: Well,
3: yeah, I mean, no one can be squeaky clean. No one can be morally pure on this type of stuff. So I would suggest that these people sort of, you know, tone it down a little and maybe realise that they're not perfect themselves yes. rather than telling us how to live our lives. But well, uh, that's I mean, Justin Welby well, so for So what's you. it got
1: to do with him? He's supposed to tend to the nation's spiritual needs. Yeah. He's the head of the state re- religion. Uh, why is he up there banging on about climate change? Yeah. What's that got to do Has with Has he him? not also that's said not in his words meaning. to the
2: effect that religion isn't really about God anymore? Uh, I mean, I think he's actually said that, where basically the Church of England is no longer necessarily yeah. driven by a religion.
3: Yeah. it sounds it's, to me that he's know... rather a charlatan, because clearly he puts <laughs> identity politics and climate change above Christianity. Yes. Or yes. it seems as though he does. And there's a lot of evidence to back up that claim. So uh, perhaps it's time for him to, uh, I don't know, let someone else. Uh, I wonder take whether the it's job. time for
2: him to step aside. Step as like aside. You know, or step back, as step Prince back. Andrew said.
1: Step back. From Have a break. This has yeah. caused an unholy <laughs> row. <wrath. laughs>
2: <laughs> but this is the thing, right? I'm going to try and move smoothly through the sort of cop-related um, guests and planks in this one. So, who's your first one?
1: Well, it is another Cop 26 one because, as I just said, the thing about Cop 26 is it's a massive own goal. Because everyone can well, be, everyone can see that it is a festival of Olympic standard hypocrisy. Yeah. It is hypocrisy central. Uh, we know they're all flying in by private jets. Uh, they're staying at five star luxury hotels. They're saving the planet one banquet and one yeah. champagne reception. I haven't at seen time. any
2: menus for the banquets, but I'm assuming they're not well, all plant based. It's,
1: it's supposed to be mainly plant based, but it's still very lav- lavish and very luxurious and uh, ordinary people, don't like using ordinary, but you know what I mean, regular citizens of the world are looking at this uh, carnival of vile, grotesque opulence and thinking, you know, you lot are just hypocrites. Mm. So the leading hypocrite there is uh, and I I don't say this lightly because my God has he got some serious competition Uh, it's Joe Biden, the President of America who arrived on board uh, the least sustainable form of transport known to man, Air Force One, massive great passenger jet with about seven people on board, landed uh, with a motorcade, he brought 85 cars with him. (laughs) Uh, To be fair to him, when he goes on a motorcade, he only He takes 20 of them with him. Yes. uh, It is just astonishing. Does that mean... Because they've got to have, like,
2: four dummy motor... Or three dummy motorcades, so that you never know which one he's in. Well, uh, So there might be four different ones, all with 20 cars in. But it's not about whether he he needs them or not, right?
3: We're either in a climate emergency... Or we're not. Right, yeah. If my house was on fire, yeah. I wouldn't throw, you know, gasoline on yeah. it, would I? That's essentially what he's doing. Yeah. If he believes we're in this climate yeah. emergency yeah. and our planet is burning, as he says, or as yeah. he listens to nonstop, yeah. or well, when he's not asleep, that is. Um, you know, we either are or we aren't. Yeah. yeah. So. But how can how can they
1: all be? But particularly Biden, how can they be so self unaware? Mm. Uh, of the spectacle they're making of themselves, mm. you know, to be in a climate change conference, you've got to worry about the amount of carbon emissions we put up there into the atmosphere. We're ruining our planet. Just going to get into my twenty-car motorcade. Yeah. It's just and also
2: presumably there must it's be at least three or four versions of Air Force One yeah. to have brought yeah. all that stuff yeah. over. So uh, he's probably flying not in yeah. one plane, yeah. but in an entire squadron.
1: Yeah, I right? mean, my, my campaign to lower awareness about climate climate change isn't going very well. I'll <laughs> <laughs> admit, I'll admit no, that. I can uh, see that. But I'll tell you what is going well for those of us who are sick to death of this 24 7 lecturing, preaching we get about this one obsessional topic. Other obsessions are available. Yeah. Uh, Cop 26, I yeah. think, will emerge as a triumph because the people are sick to death of what they're seeing up there. So all these virtue-signalling world leaders yeah. are scoring a massive own goal because their favourite topic is going to get consigned into the heap yeah. of history as far and as we're concerned. the point
2: about all of it is, and, and, and I'm in sort of two minds about whether I nominate Cop 26 as an intensity. For a plank, or whether we just continue with, um, you know, individual people. Because in a way, it's good to name individuals, but it's also there's so many of them. We can't get them all in. I mean, Greta Thunberg. I don't know whether you saw her uh, performance yesterday. She's coming she up was, later. But She was rallying the troops uh, and singing. I don't know if you're going to be mentioning that, are you? You are. So and I'll you, leave. Usually the foulest so, of language. Foulest of language. I mean, I thought she was a young schoolgirl. Apparently not yeah. anymore.
1: Yeah, why is everyone enthralled? She's a great with... saint. She's... Well, so we're going to come back about, to her. We're talking about a woman who never went to school and now hasn't got a job. Right. Why are we listening to her? Well, because people keep giving her money for no yeah. apparent the reason.
2: The
3: problem is the sympathetic media yeah. will ignore the fact Biden was using the, having these, you know, 85 85 car brigade, and then also the you know the private jets and so on, because it's all about what he says. Yeah, but this is it's the Emma Thompson
2: defence, isn't it? Of course, it's not right that I'm on a plane, but I have to be here because I have to get the message across. And also, the message is rubbish, isn't it? Because the message now has changed every single day that COP26 has been on. You know, the message first of all was this is our last chance, and then they go, it's never too late. It can't be both, can it? It's either your last chance or it's never too late. So it could be your last chance next time. Why is it and all that they're gonna, but also all they're going to do is make some ridiculous statement of intent. That's I
1: know, it. I know, but That's why is it. it? Why is it that? Well, I mean, I think a lot of people can see it, but not enough people can see the utter comedic absurdity of a bunch of virtue-signaling idiot world leaders standing there making pledges about 2050, 2060, 2070, yeah. when they'll all be dead, right. and their successors will ignore the empty promises of the. Mm. Nothing that is pledged at COP26 is going to happen. No. It's obvious. So why bother? Exactly. Is exactly. It's just the world. The, it is the epicenter of world lunacy. Mm. It really is. I, I mean, agree,
3: but I do think there's something needs to be done to help the planet. That's for sure. Even if I think that what we do, in this country won't have any yeah, impact but that's on global that, temperatures. That, that we
2: can have any effect yeah. on the planet yeah, we, because you know the planet. But I mean,
3: in terms of deforestation, right? Today there was some kind of announcement on deforestation. It'd be good if we didn't chop down so many trees, yes, right? You're an environmentalist. Be good? Why would
2: it be good? I'm not. <laughs> I am why not an environmentalist. You're an animal
3: lover. Yeah, why so it would,
2: why would it be good?
3: <laughs> why?
2: why would it be good?
3: I don't know. It's good for... You don't you know? know. <laughs> ecosystems it's Is good it? for animals it's good for yeah but you chop trees down pollution.
2: supposedly in order to use them because i learned this last week they're sustainable right and so apparently <laughs> they grow they grow again so <laughs> if you chop them they're down a great
3: alternative to concrete Mike, i mean do you
2: know i don't know if you have much of a garden or whether you're much of a gardener but you know you have to trim your roses every year in order to let them grow the next year if you don't cut trees down mm. what happens do they just keep growing also, do they stop growing?
1: Also, Emily, the big question. They take quest, hundred
3: years to grow. Yeah, the big, they
1: do. There is no, there's no scientific proof that we, mankind, are responsible uh, for climate change. You know, we m- no doubt we've contributed, but the extent of our contribution uh, is not defined, no-one knows. And yet we are supposed to uh, believe arrogant, isn't it? this orthodoxy, it's arrogant. Yeah, that it's all down It to is us.
3: arrogant, but I do think that... But it's probably not true. What, what annoys me is the self-flagellation on the part of countries like our own who have done so much to decarbonise, and yet you've got... You know, we don't seem to get our heads around the fact that anything we do will have absolutely no impact on global temperature when emissions are going up. this is the
2: other thing. This is the other thing that that, that, that sort of sensible people can see but all of these crazy climate activists can't see, that if we've been doing quite well and we have been reducing emissions, then why are the greenhouse gases at the highest level they've ever been since four billion years ago? Yeah. So either we're not having any effect at all or maybe the greenhouse gases will always be there. Do you know who because I blame? Because I don't think it was man that caused the, pro- the, the problems in four billion years ago. It was we the Chinese.
1: Weren't we weren't it here. It was, it was the Chinese. Unless I they got guarantee. a time machine. But why doesn't Greta Thunberg, oh, we're going to talk about her later, but why doesn't she about. focus her uh, fury on China? Yeah. Because she only hates the West. Well, like yeah. Exactly,
3: yeah. A lot of it is politics and they want system change, not yeah, but climate you see, change. Right. When you hear exactly. people like Ed
2: Miliband <laughs> <laughs> talking about, you know, we want oh, to make sure that people can make better choices about what they eat.
3: There's been a little bit too much How about you make a bit of a of better me?
2: choice the next the time somebody offers sandwich. you a bacon sarnie? I thought he was finished, <laughs>
3: Ed, but he's, no, he's been back. popping up left, right centre. Also,
2: nobody, every time he gets interviewed, I saw him interviewed by Mar this weekend, right? He wasn't asked. Don't you think you actually bear a bit of responsibility here? Because you were the environmental secretary of state uh, when Gordon Brown was in charge, and you were the one that told everybody to drive a diesel car. Don't you think you bear some responsibility for this? I mean, that's the question I would ask him. Nobody's asked him. No, you don't bother. It's just Journalism also, is that decision, officially dead in this how country. How
3: much money has that decision cost British people?
2: And what about British, cars British and car companies? So what about
3: British yeah, car companies? And the companies? companies, the businesses, the individuals? Absolutely shocking.
2: I know. So I think I'm I think I'm sold on it. I think I'm gonna go with COP26 yeah, as yeah, a single sure, utter sure. plank. But you can still have all the other ones around it, I think. You know, mm-hmm. just and we're still gonna have plenty of other people who are not basically um, you know, part of the uh, of the COP26, but have done things related to COP26. I and mean, one of the things that I find extraordinary is the way that it's being covered by everyone, practically apart from Till right. Radio. They're all over it, like as if it's all the greatest thing ever. The last chance. I can only assume that all of these TV people think, oh, we better get in on this because we might win an award, Uh, you know, for coverage of the climate crisis. Uh, It's
3: very strange. I was on a uh, COP26... Political panel special on a uh, different radio station, and oh, there was, it was total consensus. Yeah. I was the only one who literally said anything that had any realism in it at all. Right? You know, you had a green were you, peer were you who was dismissed
2: saying, as, a, as an idiot.
3: Well, you it know, I got, I got my point Jenny, across. It? Very eloquently Wasn't that course, Mad but... Jenny
1: woman? Was it? <laughs>
2: no,
3: <The laughs> no mad, it wasn't. Mad green. <laughs> no, peer. it wasn't. But the you know, it's sort of a mass psychosis, a mass hysteria. It
1: is. The, the, hysteria, the hysteria and the kind of false orthodoxy that is being imposed on us, and you're not allowed to question, is that uh, all of global warming, the temperatures going up, uh, are man-made. It's mm. all man-made. And uh, there's no evidence to prove that. The chances are this is just <laughs> cyclical. Uh, the climate does change on this planet. That's the way it goes. Uh, we, I'm sure, have contributed in some way, but just how much, no-one knows. So if we stop everything, we go back and start going, Around on horses and carts and live in huts. But also, uh, it won't make any difference, the chances are. Well, if
3: no. fewer people are actually dying of natural disasters now, if we are going to have more droughts and we are going to have more floods, why don't we concentrate on adapting and maybe making flood defences a little better rather than endlessly trying to cut emissions in this country? I mean, wouldn't that be the better, more realistic approach that would actually save lives? I mean,
1: you know, on, a, on a, an absolute, absolute factual level, there's no point in anything we do in this country. We produce 1% of the world's pollution. So if we literally went back to living in mud huts and <laughs> riding horses, uh, we would not make a blind bit of difference. But it's on
3: moral leadership. Yeah, morally, yeah, you'd feel it's better it's our moral though. Yeah. Yeah. Xi you'd
1: feel <laughs> better. Xi Jinping over in Beijing. Wait a minute, have you seen what the Brits are doing? <laughs> oh. I feel embarrassed. Oh. I think I'll completely change my coal fuel yeah. power. But you know know what the down. Greens are doing?
3: The oh, Greens are, are so, a rubbish. The Greens are defending China. They're defending China. They say, hmm. oh, you know, it doesn't matter that he hasn't come, the president, because uh, he sent some delegates, and you know, they're really going to try their best to uh, reduce emissions. They've literally said their economy comes first, yeah. and it always will. Right? They've just announced- and their strategic priorities will come first. So. I mean, they've Did got thousand. Exactly.
1: They've got one thousand and eighty-two coal-fueled power stations. Yeah. They're already building one hundred and eighty-five new ones, and two weeks ago they announced they might be building another three hundred. Yeah, uh, nice and, and also they're, for the they're also drilling for oil and coal, more coal. Yeah, uh, it's, and gas. I think
2: that was my favourite one of all. Was yeah. Saudi Arabia saying we're going to be getting net zero yeah. in twenty sixty? And you go, really? Yeah, are you?
1: Was it India 2070? Sure or, yeah. yeah, come on, the, the, come on, guys, take take your twenty fifty. 60 70 take your pick but which one the line of
3: attack is it's that even if we can't make a difference in this country we have to do it anyway because of history because we started moral the industrial moral revolution leadership. because we have which to pay reparations it's yeah. like well okay, it industri-
1: the industrial revolution was apparently a bad thing I know exactly
3: now. since when
1: because uh, Boris says it was, a, what, it was the steam terrible. engine was a Shocking. horror the we should never kind of allowed it.
3: you to get to COP, oh. didn't it love it's just it did, it crazy it did. <laughs> all right
1: so who's your
2: second one then
3: okay my second one is sussex university thank god it's a top 26 Absolutely nothing to do with COP26, although it does have something to do with the current hysteria in our society, I guess, and in our universities. If I just go to my notes here, this is Professor Kathleen Stock. Well, this refers to the story of Professor Kathleen Stock, who essentially... (laughs) Out of stock. She is out of stock now at Sussex (laughs) University. (laughs) She was essentially forced to resign from her position at Sussex University because, essentially, the mob decided that she wasn't fit to be an academic... Uh, because of her views on sex and gender. Now, this is a woman who has views that I suspect the vast, vast majority of people in this country, indeed the world, would agree on. She published a book that gender identity is more socially significant than biologically, questioning the idea that gender identity is more socially significant than biological sex. She questioned whether trans women should be able to use female-only changing rooms. Mm. She questions whether they should be allowed to compete in female sports. I think these are questions that people regularly ask on talk radio. Yet somehow in our universities, students and a lot of other academics can't cope with these kind of ideas. And this is They're something evil. this is something we knew to evil. be true what you know a couple of <laughs> years ago you were allowed to say these things yeah. right and now suddenly this woman was hounded out of she's basically university. been hounded out by
2: about 15 people yeah. who got themselves worked up, a bunch of students who mostly didn't even identify themselves, yeah. who walked around campus with masks on. And she felt genuinely terrified. Yeah. So she thought somebody was going to kill her, her union or, or injure her, her or do something. The and Sussex University, I think, complete To completely fair, well, to, be fair no,
1: the- to be fair, the, 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 it's the union that didn't back her. The, the university did back her. Uh, but she felt Too so. Late, under, she felt so. Well, then, back into the
2: point where they had said uncategorically, this kind yeah. of intimidation must not happen. Well, and they, you did, should they stop. did,
1: but no one's listening. They said that the university said it. But, the, the, but, I mean, you know, the thing, the thing about Kathleen Stock is she is not against trans rights. She is very much in favour of yeah. trans rights. But she says it has to be on the basis, the scientific basis, that you cannot biologically change your sex. Yeah. And trans rights are based on that false fact. It's not, you cannot do that. And that's what she says, and because she will not budge on that, that's why she's become such a hate Yeah, she's basically
3: saying biological sex exists, and it can't change, Mm. which we all know, even if you transition, your chromosomes don't Change, yeah. simple as that. It's just scientific yeah. fact, yet she was hounded out. And I think you, you're right to say that the university did stand up for her yeah, to some did. extent, yeah. but the statement that was put out from the vice chancellor in the last couple of days was very, very oh, weak.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, he think talked they...
3: about how there was intolerance yes. on campus. But more that's what than, I mean. I mean, more yeah. Than they might, yeah, I mean,
2: they might have made some noises about the fact that they didn't like what was happening, but they did not make her feel comfortable enough to have stay they in her find job. Have they
3: anyone? Have they, they, they
2: said no, um, she has decided to leave the, the university? Yeah, have
3: they expelled any students? Yeah. I don't no. Know. They said
2: she's decided to leave the university. This is with regret, and we thank her for her vital contributions to the university and the field of philosophy. They don't really But make they, a they've stand also like
1: made it. statements about uh, campuses must be must be a havens of free speech. Well yeah, but there's no point in saying that if they are. They're only saying, be- they're saying be- that. Well, no, no, they're not they're not They're not practicing what they preach. Uh, and the union didn't back her at all. Uh, and uh, some of the uh, threats that were being posted on walls and uh, posters everywhere—I mean—amounted to criminal threats. Yes, yeah. they were criminal I mean, threats of. of well,
2: defec- she certainly felt that her life could be in yeah, danger, yeah, and yeah. certainly that her physical—she was facing some kind of physical threat. No I mean, question. talking
3: to like academics like uh, Joanna Williams or Eric Kaufman or Matthew Goodwin, which I'm sure you've all spoken yeah. to they are they, they talk about the situation on campus right now, and it is horrific mm. for academics with their academic freedom. There just isn't academic freedom. No. the amount of papers that never are published because they say something that's unpolitically correct yes, I mean, I do hope that the government's interventions will work, but I'm doubtful but
1: yeah, yeah, but this yeah, i mean, talking to people because are the not whole doing zero enough, the government there. are not doing enough. Right. They keep making noises and nothing happens. This stuff goes on and yeah, on. Yeah, but I don't on. think
2: the government is the place to do that. I no. don't think because I mean we were hearing well, stop, today. Well, no, I don't think so. Arresting think, people. No, no, I think you, <laughs> no, you can't. Though the point is, is that the government are now talking about bringing in this act, which is going to make it possible uh, for people to be prosecuted for causing psychological harm with a social media post. Now,
3: yeah, that could be
2: that could be somebody complaining that you've said something on Twitter, so they're going to now come and arrest you for it yeah. because they say you caused them psychological harm, which you can't possibly ever prove. Mm-hmm. So I think what they have to do here is Sussex University and others have to get together and say, look, we have to make it very clear that this kind of behaviour is intolerable. If you make any threats against anybody who works here or is studying here, then you're out. Simple as that. You don't have to arrest people. It's you just, just so difficult
3: to balance free speech, you know, freedom of protest, with the rights of academics not Yeah, but not freedom of handed. protest doesn't allow Harassment, you to physically int-
2: yeah. intimidate people or to mentally torture them or to threaten them. I mean, that is not protest. That no. is criminal activity. And we've already got laws that cover that. You know? Sure. Anyway, it's yeah. all got a bit serious. Who's your second <laughs> one?
1: Uh, my second nomination for Plank of the Week um, is the radio presenter Mike Graham. What? <laughs> What? Uh, who went on you can't to ra- nominate me. not <laughs> think of why. <laughs> Hang on. This is my show. You can't nominate me. Well, I'm afraid you're going to have to uh, suck it up, Mike, uh, uh, because... I'm not uh, over this. Uh, <laughs> we can edit this out later. I know, I know this is going to come as a shock to you, yeah. but um, uh, contrary to what you said on the radio, uh, you can't grow concrete. Yeah, you can.
2: <laughs> you can you see, he's still doing you it. Can. Did you, you, you can. not see the
1: interview with bio-mason? That's, that's not concrete. Bio that's Mason. not concrete. That's a concrete substitute. Well, they're
2: using it as a concrete substitute, you know. My yeah, know, but it's not concrete. It's not second concrete. to
0: none.
1: It's not concrete. You can't grow concrete.
2: So, you know the thing that I find amazing, right? Is all <laughs> these people, many of them on the left of the uh, political argument, are apparently experts in concrete. They know everything about it. They know everything you can do with it. They, they know you, know you can't grow can it. get it. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> You say that, but I mean, actually, philosophically speaking, it's quite a difficult case to make. And I was talking to somebody the other day about intellectual argument. And unless you can disprove something, it's not a science. And so therefore, um, if you can't disprove it, then you can't prove it either. So therefore, that's kind of where it is. But anyway, how does it make me a plank anyway? It's very entertaining. Millions of people saw it. I got myself on Have I Got News For You? Yeah, you've done a public service letter, giving everyone a also, laugh. Also, here's the way I look at it. I made a lot of people laugh last week. Uh, even if they thought they were laughing at me, they keep sending me these tweets. We're laughing at you, not with you. And to which I went, I don't care. Because yeah. you're laughing. You're not thinking what, about that, COVID. You know, I, I, you're I, not burying your head in the sand.
1: I admire you for that. Uh, Thank you. I, but I'm a stickler for scientific facts. <laughs> and you can't grow concrete. As we know.
2: <laughs> Listen, you're just trying to hold back your sort of popularity previously lost over the course of the last several weeks with your grumpiness. I'm not going to be sacrificed <laughs> on the altar of Kevin O'Sullivan's bad moods just because you're now you know, trailing me in the popularity stakes.
1: Somebody, somebody uh, t- uh, texted my show. <laughs> <today> <laughs> say, Does Kevin O'Sullivan hate everything? Yes. <laughs> and the answer to that is yes, yes and I you hate do. people yeah. who pretend that concrete grows.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's quite open about the fact that he hates people, loves animals. I mean, that's basically Kevin O'Sullivan's answer yeah. to a tea. He doesn't oh, really right. like very many people. But well, I don't... never thought you'd turn on me after I've done for you. <laughs> I
3: think it was I a mean, public service. It gave everyone, it, everyone it, a chance outrageous. Outrageous. To, uh,
1: That's another one of my unpleasant <laughs> traits. <laughs> no <laughs> loyalty. <It's about laughs> biting the hand that feeds. I mean, you know, it's a shocking <laughs> thing.
2: Anyway, listen... Well, I can't really veto that as much as I'd like to um, because you are. It's a free is, speech issue. It is a free speech and, and democratic show, this. So you can is actually it? nominate, well, up to a point. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll take it. What do you think? I mean, you don't think I'm a plank, do
3: you? I think you did a public service, Mike.
2: Thank you very much. by telling everyone that gone grows...
3: Some people got to, you know, get very angry and got to point out your stupidity.
2: But do you not also think that that rather than highlighting my, in quotes, stupidity, (laughs) because apparently I've learned something this week, apparently I'm a complete moron. I didn't know that until I was told by 15 million people on Twitter. (laughs) You know, but it doesn't make it true, right? It's like the same with the climate argument. You know, just because 97% of people think... I'm a moron. Does it make me one? Does it?
3: No, no, but it makes you more likely to be one. Like
1: no. But, but, you know, here's your chance, mate. Yeah. You know, you you do not believe that concrete can grow. Well, up. no, this is not my chance because I'm not going
2: to admit that I was wrong because I was not wrong because <laughs> you're constitutionally no. unable to I do can't. that well, yeah, about I anything. Well, as, I, as I've said many times, I can't remember the last time I was wrong. Yeah, I know. I don't know whether that's in, an issue. I wish
3: I had an out of your confidence, mind. Like... I
2: don't know whether that's an issue of memory oh, uh, or simply that I've just never been wrong. But the point is, is that there are several levels of this, right? The thing that I found really interesting was the way that people jumped all over it as if it was something. Really, really important. I mean, there was a lot of important stuff that happened last week. This was the single biggest story that everybody was talking about. And when Have I Got News For You turns to the likes of Dawn Butler, for her view, a woman who I would like to say probably causes a bit more harm than I do over the course of time in her political life... Uh, who has spent most of her time in the Labour Party trying to create racism where there isn't Yeah, You know, I think she's a far less I palatable agree. individual than me. So,
1: I mean, I don't mind that they... You uh, contributed to the gays of the nation, I think no, so. doubt exactly. about it. no doubt about it. I think but so. it. I think not grow, con- that makes you a plan. It's a nice
3: little distraction.
2: I think, should, I think I should be congratulated roundly. In fact, I'm surprised yeah. in a way that... Uh, a likeable plank of the word. They haven't given that? me a pay rise yet here, because, um, you know, there were certainly some uh, touch-and-go moments last week when they, not everybody thought I'd done the right... Thing. <laughs> but anyway listen here we are this is what we do i can see the funny side of it i wish everybody else could people are still going on about it like, funny, you know, it's funny mate is not gonna that. be
3: back on breakfast anytime soon <laughs> well i mean breakfast
2: was quite lively i have to say <laughs> Anyway, you got the um, show talked about. Yeah, it was this time last week, funnily enough. I came yeah. in to do Plank of the Week and um, had 40,000 people had seen it, which I thought, that's all right, not bad not enough. <laughs> for a little short. Clip. It's like a million. The time of it we'd by finished, a time. the time we'd finished Plank of the Week, it was a million. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it nearly 12, isn't it? It's nearly 12. It was just too 12? easy for well, to people. Well, it's another two or three million on TikTok. Uh, and then there's the, the 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 whole Have I Got News for You all Literally this. all over the world, right? It really was, yeah. Well. We we were trending in in
1: Australia. Uh, look, listen, this is. I still think you're a plank for saying that concrete grows. You to keep saying. But, <laughs> to, you're going mean, to need 24 hours' But the point is, <laughs> my, my, you know, with, in terms of publicity, you've got global publicity, and all you need to care about in those circumstances is they spell your name right.
2: Yes, exactly, and they did. So here's to you. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, well, I'm going to go with somebody who's done rather well uh, out of his particular uh, line of work, and that's Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg, for some day. reason. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever noticed, but when he speaks, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> comes out of sort of his throat. <laughs> What's that haircut about? I, uh, then he also, he looks like a, a, a figure from a game, doesn't he? Yeah. He doesn't actually That's look right. human. It looks he like looks, one of his creations. Yeah. He's like a virtual kind of, you know, three dimensional gaming figure. Because he's completely smooth, right? I know he's probably. But he owns
3: Botox and things, doesn't
2: he? I guess so. I don't know. Well, he's quite young. Inexplicably, he decided that he was going to change the name of his company, the company, one of the most successful companies of all time, Facebook, which everybody knows. And he's changed it to something called Meta, yeah. right? Yeah. Which apparently in several languages doesn't make for a very good word. It's, it's actually, I think, a, a swear word in some, in some languages. It's also an anagram of meat which I think in this day and age is not very clever. And you can imagine how much time and effort they put into changing the name of Facebook.
3: Yeah, but Facebook is on its way out.
1: It's because Facebook well, has become so toxic. It's they not really on its theirs, way out, it?
2: though, is it? I mean, when no, you say Facebook's not, on its way out, it's a bit like saying... Young you people know, are
3: on TikTok, not on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, but
2: it is by far and away the most successful and and wealthy company that has ever been set up in the history. You've
3: got to keep changing, adapting.
2: Yeah, well, that's why he's got WhatsApp, isn't it? And that's why he's got Instagram. So yeah. he wants to try and uh, disassociate those those names, I suppose, from... Mm. But, but by calling it Meta, that, that's like staying in some kind of weird hotel, isn't it? So are you telling
1: me, Emily, that uh, on Facebook uh, there, there are no young people? Because if so, that's where I'm going to be. Yeah, so, yeah the I'm Fe- staying right there. Fe-
3: yeah, Facebook is is, is ageing in its use of Perfect,
1: perfect. And yeah.
3: uh, Instagram is also not so used by young people now. Is it's really? all about TikTok at the moment.
2: But TikTok,
1: have you got a TikTok account?
3: I've got, I, I don't post my own videos yet, but I do uh, browse.
1: <laughs> Only a matter of time. Really? <laughs> You'd be yeah. dancing around with those I mean, nurses, won't you? I don't
2: really, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't even have TikTok. My, my 14-year-old son is on TikTok. Right. Well, exactly. That's the level. So I think you might be a bit old without wishing in any way. To you cause just said your, your video offense.
3: was on TikTok.
2: Yeah, my video was on TikTok, but I'm not on it. That's fine. But yeah. I, well, I
3: think you should get on it.
2: Why? No. I'm too old for TikTok, but I don't mind them looking at my. I mean, Plank of the Week's on TikTok all the time. We get a million views on, on it quite regularly. But I mean, you know, I just think that um, it's a different way of communicating. Facebook is a different kind of um, place to get information, isn't it? I mean, I use it really just to keep in touch with people I don't see.
1: Was it they said during the uh, lockdowns, the NHS hospitals, uh, doesn't seem uh, that uh, any of the nurses or doctors are doing any work at all? And somebody said, Oh, yes, they are. Those TikTok videos won't make themselves. <laughs> uh, but th- going back to Meta. So, this is, this is how uh, Zuckerberg sees the future of the company that uh, the future is in the metaverse. Yeah but he's, uh, and he's yeah, created but that, but, this false well this is, universe what I, this is where what we're all was, going to live. Well this is what I'm talking the like most depressing place I've well, ever seen. I mean it's terrifying
3: these these tech giants. Yeah. Absolutely but, terrifying.
2: But this is the thing, you know, they believe and there's no reason why they shouldn't believe it because he's one of the wealthiest men in the entire history of the world, right? And he can what he said, can you imagine working there? I mean, he thinks Nick Clegg's a good idea. He's given Nick Clegg a job.
3: Yeah, but the power these guys have.
2: Yeah. But this metaverse thing. When I saw the speech that he made just and he did and again he stood there looking like this kind of robot. Completely smooth skin looked like he was in a gaming uh, sort yeah, of yeah, situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's talking sounding like. And he's, he's fundamentally go, a
3: big, massive dork. He's a massive yeah, de- he's <laughs> a geek. He's
1: a geek, he's a geek. He, yeah, super geek. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know,
3: <laughs> he's
2: going to make synthetic skin for robots so that they can feel objects,
1: and also he's going. Isn't it a bit weird? His vision of the future is that people won't want to socialize in person they'll just all join each other in a metaverse room so if you're having uh, a few friends around you don't go anywhere you just tune into the metaverse also and there's the well, if we the, don't the,
3: want this i they mean should it, it is
1: it, it is a, a sort of depressing you know vile vision of the future <laughs> you know meta the metaverse is he just wants, a nightmare well no he wants to cre- here's what he wants to create
2: right now think about this as i say he wants to create a, a virtual world where people can be anybody they want, uh-huh. do anything they want, all from the comfort of their own home. Uh-huh. So this is like feeding into this yeah. kind of madness. I mean, maybe let's, this all, isn't a test. let's all work from home and then don't bother actually going anywhere. I remember going to Disney World once down in Florida and they had this section, I don't know if you've been there, they yeah, opened it up a... for the media back yeah, in, whenever yeah, yeah. it was and they have these different sections of uh, this part where there are pubs and sort of restaurants but they're all branded up as countries. And there were people there going... Have you been to Italy? No. Oh, it's yeah. over there. OK. And they all go and they thought they'd been to Italy. Oh, yeah, England's over there. Look, there's an English yeah, pub. And then, you know, can this you is know why of, I worry so about this? So you stop
1: going anywhere. That's it. It's the weirdest thing. I, I, I used to go there for uh, film launches all the time when I was in the States. And I got one room in that hotel. I think it's called the Yacht Club or something. So you woke up in the morning and pulled back the because we got there in the night. Yeah. Pulled back the curtains to look at the view. And it's like, uh, oh, look. There's the, uh, there's St. Peter's dome, Oh, there's the yeah. uh, Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Oh, look, there's the Taj Mahal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. of, and if you go you to know the, what's the, great? the English bit, was the English bit uh, was like this uh, pretend uh, uh, English pub with a, phone with, box, with, right? with a phone box and a kind of pond and all these swans swimming. Around. And I and I went there and it was just sort of so depressing. I know. <laughs> but
3: you know what I worry about is the fact that young people don't have proper relationships anymore. Right. Well, they're like they're not having well, you know sexual people. relations. Encouraging we're encouraging people to have any babies. Japan. It's,
2: no, it's encouraging people to do all that virtually. Yeah, exactly. It's, because like messed it's scarce, up. because it's safer. Yeah. It's messed up. I yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it really is. Right. We're getting uh, we're running a bit late, so let's have your third.
3: Oh, okay. So my third is National Treasure. Yes, Gary Lineker. He must have been a plank before.
2: <laughs> he's been <laughs> many, many he times. He must have been it?
3: a plank. Before. Oh, he's been
2: on the list. In fact, I think you might find that he made the Plank of the Year list last last year. He's probably going to do. He it made this the year, Plank but... of the
3: Year. Well, I was there for that. Yes, so you'll episode. hopefully be there for this as well. So, okay, a little bit of COP twenty six. Yes. So he tweeted out to his millions of followers, "What an incredibly impressive young woman Greta Thunberg is." Yeah, Whilst politicians get all flustered about effing fish. She speaks with knowledge, passion and sagacity.
2: Well, I must admit, sagacity uh, is an interesting word to use because, one, it isn't a word, but also, two, does it cover her standing standing, standing in the middle of a group of people chanting, you can shove your climate crisis up your... Yeah.
1: To the
3: tune of, shall we coming around yeah, the
1: mountain? Well, yeah. I mean, it's a football chant, isn't it? I mean, what does she want? I mean, she's got all the world leaders there talking about nothing but climate change. Exactly. But it's not good enough for her. It makes her furious. Yeah. What is
3: it she wants? No, I know, and then Gary Lineker getting a dig at Brexit with his uh, tweet, obviously, yeah, yeah, by saying, course. oh, we're banging on about fish. It's like, well, the fish are quite important to a lot of people, yes. Gaza. And also, and also, it's quite a big industry.
2: It's quite a big industry.
3: But also the geopolitical implications of war with France yes. probably is quite important to a lot of people. And as you said all we've been hearing about for the last however long and for the next two weeks is climate change. So I think Gary should probably be a little more quiet. But another thing that annoyed me about him was that he did an interview with uh, some Sunday morning live programme. I'm not sure on what channel. But, yeah, he was asked about Qatar, um, and the fact that, you know, obviously the World Cup is there and human rights abuses, yeah, yeah. slaves and so on. Right. And he said, oh, you know, I don't think it's for um, our footballer players to, you know, talk about or whatever. No, of course not. And this is coming from the same man who essentially said, all players must take the knee. Yeah. So also, clearly, who we're supposed this, to talk about and anyone who politics, doesn't is
2: obviously a racist. He also seems to have missed out on the fact that the Qatari government also funds the Taliban. Well, yes. I mean, maybe they'll have some Taliban representation of the World but Cup. That's They're a little good, bit too it?
3: complicated for Mr you know, Lineker.
2: In the uh, you know just before the final, maybe they can sort of you know stone a few women in the semicircle.
3: I can't stand him. And how does advertising Walkers crisps? That's what he did, right? Well, he doesn't seem what's to do it What's that got more? to do it with? Uh, you know, I imagine crisp manufacturing probably blasts out a few carbon emissions. I would imagine. What he cares so. about is well, money. It's all about hypocrisy. Well,
1: what's hypotheses? impressive about Greta Thunberg, a girl that never went to school, mm. and now doesn't have a job? What no. is impressive about well, her? Exactly, and who's and now turned, and into, and is who's now the, turned um,
2: into a sort of rather spoiled, rotten kind of foul mouthed. Um, protester. Well,
3: she's going frankly. through a little rebellious phase, I mean, isn't know, she? Next,
2: she was gluing her face to the to the road, wasn't she? <laughs>
1: she's going through a rebellious phase. Yes, she was her outraged. Yeah. She <laughs> was outraged that
3: she wasn't invited. <laughs> yes,
1: unbelievable. Right, so Kevin, your third. Uh, my third is uh, Jet McDonald. Uh, <laughs> greatest name of the week, Suffragette Jet. McDonald. He's a GP apparently from Bristol. I mean, I wouldn't go to a GP called Jets. Would yeah. you? Yeah, no, no, Doctor Jet. I mean, we, th- we assume be to he's a, go GP. To a GP. Well, you are not lucky to see one face to face. He's for a sure. Bristol doctor, we're told. I mean, I suppose he could be a doctor of some. But Bristol else.
2: tells you a lot, though. Uh, Bristol has yeah. gone uh, completely he's, ta- though, he's taking know.
1: a break uh, from not seeing his patients <laughs> uh, and getting onto his bicycle and he's going to cycle to Glasgow uh, right. with a trailer that's got a block of ice in it. And my first response to that was, well, that's going to melt by the time he gets to about yeah. Shrewsbury. But apparently every night he's going to stop off somewhere and uh, the people he stays with are going to give him another block Do you know who he's staying ice.
2: with as well on his way? Uh, no, his no. friends in the cycling community. So, friends
1: in the cycling so community. Just
2: as if you didn't hate the guy enough, he's got friends in the cycling community. We've you get, know what that means. They're <laughs> going to crank up you their know? electricity to so make him be, more be ice. there'll be all these guys walking around, you know, with the, with the, with the, the dash cams yeah, on yeah. their helmets, you know, all right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, can we film some motorists? So this dork is going to arrive you know, in, in Glasgow presumably sometime next week. And they, m- maybe in his mind he's got the, the, the idea that everyone's all around the city. Have you heard that Jack McDonald's with his block of yeah. ice? Wow, let's get out on the streets and yeah. see him. He's just going to cycle well, one of But the sad thing is, is no one's the one's BBC notice or or One of my rather that.
2: cleverer <laughs> Twitterers uh, today said, well, by the time he gets to Glasgow, we're all like wet McDonald's rather than
1: Jet. Wet McDonald's, McDonald's yeah, yeah, because of. <laughs> I mean, you know know this? <laughs> this is the most pathetic protest I've ever seen in my life. Uh, uh, of oh, so it's going to take him like ten days. It for? It's
2: it, 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 so he's it, going to raise awareness of climate change at the international conference. For exactly climate change. Exactly. I think they already kind of know.
3: You really don't need Can to. You just know the BBC are going to be out there with a reporter oh, yeah. being like, "Wow, this is so amazing what uh, you've yeah, done. Yeah, Tell yeah. us about it, Jim." Yeah.
1: Oh you know? <laughs> uh, no! Wait a minute. It's better. Greta. <laughs> Just ask Greta. Did you enjoy your flight over to Britain? Good. No, she'll just go. Just
2: stick it up your arse, because that's now her response to everything. Yeah. You know, i just afraid. swears. Yeah, unbelievable. Awful. Right, moment. I'm going to go slightly <laughs> off to the side of COP26, but it's got to be Avanti trains. I mean, I must admit I have not laughed as much as I did on Sunday afternoon uh, when I saw the news popping up that Euston station had been closed <laughs> to incoming passengers because there's too many people there because none of them can leave. And they're all at Euston trying to get to Glasgow for COP26. And... Avanti trains, I mean, I know that you can have setbacks and you can have trees that fall, as they always do in autumn, uh, on the line or on the overhead uh, electric wires. Um, But at the end of the day, if they had diesel trains, actually, they wouldn't need overhead electric wires and the diesel trains wouldn't be affected and they'd be able to run. The thing that I find astonishing about Avanti trains is that they couldn't get anybody around the tree. So they couldn't take anybody a different way. They started taking people to Milton Keynes and then they started bringing them back again.
3: But people were saying that that was a sign of climate change. Yeah, weren't they? And that there were, were going, a few branches you know, on
2: isn't the. Isn't it ironic? It's like, well, no, it's just autumn. Actually, it happens every year. You know, trees fall down. Particularly, you're lucky the trains are running at all on a Sunday. Normally, you get a bus service. But aren't
3: Avanti trains the ones who were virtue signalling and painting themselves with the pride, the pride flag across their whole trains? Do you remember that story? Yes. And then a number of gay people were like, "Hang on, I, I don't really want my train to." Uh, be pride-friendly. No, exactly. I just uh, want it to arrive on time, which clearly they can't do.
2: No, and they can't actually manage to get anybody from point A to point B uh, because of bad weather. And it's nothing to do with... Well, they now, you notice everybody now calls it a weather event. It it's a like... weather event. Well, it's not a weather event.
1: It's <laughs> autumn when it's <laughs> windy. Or so you say a weather event, you mean we- the weather? The weather. It's, yeah. weather. The it's, the weather. Event. it's
2: yeah. a weather event. You know, it's like you need some kind of American voiceover. It's a weather event. I
1: think we should lower the bar on, you know, that like they name storms. I think we should uh, really lower the bar on it and just, like, name everything. So if there's a slight gust of wind, we'll call it Clive or something like that. Clive? And if there's a slight uh, sort of sprinkle of rain, we'll call it Emily. What? A slight sprinkling of rain, Emily. Yeah. Slight gust of wind, Clive.
3: Well if we relabel all these things, you know, we can add to the what number is that of uh, about? considering we have change.
1: More
2: weather people now than you shake a stick at. Exactly. I mean, literally everybody's a weather man, stroke woman, stroke yeah. person. And we don't we don't still have the ability to predict the weather. You and I have both lived in America, right? Yeah, but you remember their, the weather their channel. Their predictions of weather is literally to the second. If yeah. it says it's gonna start raining at eleven thirty one over your house, it does. Right? That's so what How we're doing. Well, I don't know. Whenever we're I ask British. them... We're British where nothing works. Whenever I ask them, they say, oh, well, it's because we're such a small island and our weather's very changeable. Yeah. Well, it's not actually that changeable. But guess what? You know, in October and November, it rains quite a lot. The leaves fall off the trees and it's windy. It's called autumn.
1: Apparently, Britain gets the most tornadoes in the world. Only they're very small, <laughs> little tiny Torn, ones. Apparently.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: I don't think that counts, really, does it? If it's not yeah. a tornado that you can see, little tornado tiny tornadoes, little tornado tiny tornadoes. Oh, <laughs> for God's sake! Right, give um,
3: you a great weatherman.
2: Now uh, we've got to go for the final. Um, carry over one, and I'm going to make it Jacinda Ardern, who was in last week, Oh, okay. Um, because of the fact that she told somebody, actually, we do want to create a two-tier society. She thought that was a good point. Yeah, she thought that it? was good,
1: yeah? Um, you could create a t- divided society. Yes, yes. Yes, I am. So
2: today she's still going to stay in the top ten. I'll tell you why, because I don't know if you've seen, there's a piece of video she footage from a press conference, right, where she's outside. And somebody in the background is shouting a question. And it's hard to know whether the person is a member of the public. I don't think they are. I think they're a member of the press. But (laughs) she says, we're only answering questions from accredited members of the press. So would you mind please stopping asking that question? And whoever it is just keeps asking the question, you know, because journalists tend to be quite rude. And eventually she says, if you don't stop, I'm going to close down the press conference. And then she looks over at the accredited media, who are obviously very friendly to her, and she smiles at them and says, I think we'll just have to take this inside. So she literally That's shuts it, the floor. Champion conference of down, free speech. Champion of free speech, because yeah. the only questions that you can ask her now are from the accredited group of people. She's a disaster. So if you turned up in New Zealand and decided to go to a press conference as a bona fide journalist, you wouldn't be allowed to ask a question. She's a disaster. Unbelievable, right? Well, COVID has
3: revealed the uh, little tiny despots we have around the world, has it There's an awful
2: lot of them as well. Absolutely shocking.
3: And they're always so-called liberals, like Jacinda.
2: Isn't that funny? So now we're going to find out who's going to win Plank of the Week. Mm -hmm. In the time-molored tradition, we have to get each of your three nominations down to one. So um, I'm slightly concerned about this, but I see I could rig this. I could say I'll choose Kevins. But But in the interest of democracy, I'm going to let you choose Kevins, OK? So, you know, your future is uh, on the line. (laughs) I know
3: what makes a good TV show. I think
2: think mine is too. um, Think think very carefully about which way you go. So, is Emily choosing mine? She's choosing. again. so
1: you've got a choice uh, between Joe Biden and his motorcade, uh, uh, Mike Graham and his growing concrete. (laughs) (laughs) So he's already tipping the balance. And and, and Jet McDonald and his ice block.
3: Well, see, this is a comedy news show. I think I've got to go for number two, Mike Graham and his growing (laughs) concrete.
2: See, this is how they turn on you, yes. (laughs) They become successful in their own right and they just... I just don't care. <laughs> All right, so I'll pick yours then. Come on, give me your three.
3: Justin Welby, Sussex University, over the uh, Kathleen Stock, and uh, Gary Lillard. I think
2: it's got to be Justin Welby. Yeah. Because even Peter Hitchens was having a go at him this week for something completely different. Yeah. But he's definitely been a plank this week. No yeah, question about that. Yeah, he is a that. plank. OK, so, so far, it's Justin Welby, Archbishop of Canterbury, me. Um, <laughs> now, you choose mine. Yeah. Uh, mine are, obviously, Avanti Trains, Mark Zuckerberg, and COP26. Uh
1: I think we should go for the big picture because it is the story of the week, and it is pathetic. COP twenty six. It Not does much have to COP26, be COP twenty six. Not it? much
2: COP twenty six. Yeah, I think actually we've handled all of the different bits of it quite well. Is there anything we've missed out from COP twenty six that they haven't? Oh, I know the thing we missed out. The, my favourite uh, thing this morning, which was was the Israeli minister whose name I forget, oh, who the, tried the, to r- get in, the wheelchair. who tried to get into COP twenty six, but she was in a wheelchair and there was no wheelchair access. I mean, you can believe that? To I mean, into COP twenty six? Yes, she couldn't get in. Because there was no no wheelchair access. I mean, how can you have the most woke sort of, you know, international conference of all time in the history of the world, but you haven't got access for people in wheelchairs? That's That's quite shocking, actually. That seems extraordinary. But
3: you won't see, uh, you know, people campaigning against this or making a big fuss about it, No, but it it has been a bit
2: of a story today, so at least people now have seen that that's what's happened, you know? Absolutely unbelievable. unbelievable, Right, so we now have to get it down to one, two and three.
1: So uh, we've got you, we've got... uh, No, I meant you. You're pointing at her and saying no, well, I meant Emily. <coughs> That's confusing. I told you I was a moron. <laughs> you, <laughs> COP26 and... Uh, Justin. Justin. Justin Welby,
2: the Archbishop okay. of Canterbury. Uh, I don't think I'm a bigger plank than him. Or indeed, <laughs> I can't be a bigger plank than COP26. But he's
3: been a plank forever, so I you've think, only been a plank I think for a I week. Would, I would <laughs> think... Be,
2: I know it's fair if you make me number two. Yeah,
1: I, 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 I honestly, in that list, uh, definitely think you are. No, you're not the plank. You, um, I can't be bigger than Cop 26, no, surely. To God. I th- I, personally, I think I, I, Wellby is a really strong contender because he is an A-grade idiot. But yeah, <laughs> I think, I think, <laughs> Just I for think, uh, uh, for my mind, it has to be Cop 26. I think order. so because it's such a hideously
2: Hippocratic... Hypocritical, yeah. sorry. Hypocritical event. It's just... Isn't just, it, it's
3: just, just a, The people that attend it, for sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, yes. the, the people... Listen, you can make all, all the arguments you like and say, look, it's a very noble thing that yeah. they're trying to do. The fact that they've done it in the way that they've done it, however, is not noble. And yes. the fact that they may not be able to do anything yeah. is also not
1: known. And, let, and yes. let's remember that the, these events really, really, really do make a big difference because all, the 25 other previous COP26s really changed the world, didn't they?
3: And we've spent £100 million of uh, taxpayers' money on it yeah. just hosting it in Glasgow. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And we've when uh, we've increased Scotland's carbon footprint yeah. by an amount that you normally use up in an entire year. Yeah.
1: To
3: be fair, we've probably increased Boris, by Boris by said
1: uh, history will judge the world leaders that don't step up to the plate... Uh, at COP26, Which why? Plate why, that? why? Why do you think that it hasn't judged anyone who didn't step up to the plate at the pr- the previous 25 Cops? Yeah. No. <laughs> no,
2: exactly. So in that case, uh, it's Archbishop Welby. I mean, I'll take third if you'd rather put him into second. I mean, you know, I don't mind last chance
3: I mean I hope there's no repercussions of
2: this but I think we should put Mike a second I'm a big boy I can take it it. there will be no ramifications I promise Uh, okay so Archbishop Welby is less of a plank than I am (laughs) this (laughs) comes a bit of a shock to be honest Um, so I'm number two but the winner this week of plank of the week it has to be the one and only Cop 26 thank you to Kevin O'Sullivan and to Emily Carver we'll see you next time